You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and um, today we are continuing in our summer testimony series here on The B-Side, and I am so excited. We have two new people here with me today. Um, I am joined today by our elder Lowell. Hello. (laughs) And we've also got um, Rob Cromer here with us today. Hello. Um, And so we're actually going to hear from Rob. So we're pretty excited about that today. (laughs) Um, So Rob, why don't you start off by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. well, I live uh, just north of Shellsburg, married to my wife, Tina. We have two great little boys, uh, Tyler, who just graduated high school, 18 years old, and Devin, who will be 16 at the end of August. Um, Tyler's going to be going to Kirkwood this, uh, this next semester, and Devin is going to be starting his sophomore year after a rocky freshman year. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> Man, high school. I'm yeah. a little nervous about that, too, because my Tyler will be starting mm-hmm. high school this fall, so kind yeah. of a big transition. That freshman year is a killer. Yeah. So we did a lot of work with Devin, and I did a couple classes with him, and my wife did a couple classes and to kind of help him out. And it, nice. Yeah. Nice. So is, is um, your oldest, Tyler, is he excited for college? <clears throat> you know... Kind of. The, the thing he's most excited about, Tyler has Asperger's, mm-hmm. and he's never really had a friend in high school. Aww. So he's looking forward to, at Kirkwood, they have the ASK program, which is the autism, that's more than just a help them with school. It's sure. a socialization, get together, do stuff. Awesome. So hopefully he can, you know, make some friends, yeah. you know, finally have the people to go out, go out for pizza and a movie and, you know, stuff like that that he's never had before. So. Mm. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Yeah. I'll be anxious to hear how that's going yeah, this I, fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's another big transition. Um, so do you live here in Vinton or where do you live? Just north of Shellsburg. Okay. Yep. And yep. you work out of town also? Yep, work at uh, Cedar Rapids at Collins Aerospace as an right. industrial engineer. Yes, you're very smart. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> So do you have a college Hmm. degree in engineering? I have a college degree in industrial technology. I was going for pre-engineering until uh, at Kirkwood. I was just about done with my degree when I applied for a job. And I didn't get it because, you know, you're here. The person that just got their degree is a little higher than you because they have their degree. So he started the position. I got talking to him. I was like, so you're an engineer? Yeah. Where'd you go to school? He said, you and I. I'm like, what do you mean? Iowa State and Iowa are the only accredited engineering schools, and he told me about their industrial tech program. So I started looking into that, and it uh, <clears throat> it took a good year off of my schooling, but it was also I was working full-time in Coralville, living in Vinton, and going full-time to school at Cedar Falls. So oh, I was wow. driving four hours a day, working full-time, going to school full-time. It was that two-year period of my life as a blur. But, wow, no kidding. Yeah. Were you married then or no? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. Children also? Um, the last six months, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that was crazy busy then. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That was, a, yeah. I can't yeah, it makes my <laughs> blood pressure go up just hearing about it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do that now in my old age. But, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so if you don't recognize Rob's voice um, and maybe can't quite picture who he is, he also um, plays guitar on our praise team. Mm-hmm. How long have you been yep. doing that? In the praise team? Yeah. Since 2016. Okay. Yep. Awesome. I know that's, we're always excited when we see you up there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so thank much. You. Appreciate that. Um, how long have you been playing guitar? Since I was five. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. So were you really cool and like in a band? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if really cool, but yes, I was in a band. <laughs> but um, I always tried to be really cool, which was, you know, I was young, paranoid kid that, uh, you know, I girls and playing in band and alcohol were very important to me in oh, my sure. high school years and sure. yeah that's i i didn't really fit into into crowds very well mm-hmm. but in those circumstances i fit you know it was yeah. it's hard to hard to kind explain of your comfort zone yeah yeah sure um did you grow up here in Denver? i went to urbana Oh, okay. High school. All yeah. right. I know we've got lots of Urbana really? people. Yeah. I yeah. had a couple in my small group this last hmm. year. So, yes. Um, well, why don't you go ahead and we can just dive right in and okay. tell us all about um, how you became a Christian. Well, my testimony kind of starts when I was nine years old. My dad moved us from Cedar Rapids to Urbana because he he grew up in a small town of Pender, Nebraska, and he wanted us kids and family to kind of have the the small town benefits and yeah. opportunities that he had. And I don't know how long we were there, but we uh, until we started attending the Urbana Methodist Church, where at that time it was a small brick building on Main Street. I don't know if anybody remembers <laughs> that, but. Uh, down in the basement, I, I have vivid rem- memories of going to Sunday school down there and potluck, and uh, <clears throat> and also attending service and having that feeling that now I, I know is feeling the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I, I was touched, mm-hmm. but oddly, you know, a lot of people will say Sunday school—that's where I learned about Jonah and the whale and this story and that story—and I learned the books of the Bible. I don't remember any of that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel I really learned anything, with the exception of learning who Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's—and and they must have taught me about prayer because I believe that's when my prayer life started. Also, oh, cool. Because I would always pray. All the way through my life, well, really up till I got married, I guess. Okay. At the end of the day, in bed, going to bed. Cool. Very cool. But um, yeah, that was the beginning of my beginning of my uh, walk with Christ, I guess. You quit praying at the end of the day after you got married. Uh, you, you don't pray anymore. I was just going to joke a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I pray at different times when I go to bed. And since I'm not alone, it's not the opportune time. Exactly. For me right now, one of the best times to pray is driving to work um, yeah. and in the car. Yeah. And a lot of times I will, you know, after supper, after things have settled down, I'll, I'll walk outside and walk around and, you know, spend time I'm in prayer. prayer then. I don't know. I don't know that I pray correctly. I don't know that I pray the right things. But I can say I have a relationship with 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 God and Jesus, yep. and, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I was mentioning the uh, 
the old building, the, the mm-hmm. church. My dad was very involved in the church with Methodist men and the building committee, and it, he was kind of the leading force in building the new church that's mm-hmm. currently there. Oh, okay. And I remember at 13 years old uh, helping put the the original shingles on the building, and that was the building that I was confirmed. And okay. after confirmation, you know, I was 13 or 14, and that's about the time in my life when I, you know, girls and playing in bands (laughs) and alcohol started to become a part of my Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. and uh started to go to church less and that less and less and yeah what would this have been like in the 80s or yeah when i was i was 13 at 81 i graduated in 86 so somewhere in between there yeah well i guess just after years of being inactive with with my faith and everything um with the exception of prayer it seems like when the millennium rolled around, something just clicked mm-hmm. because in 2000, <clears throat> I remember praying. And in that prayer, and this is kind of odd too, but for me, for some reason around Christmas time, I do a lot of, I get very melancholy. I do a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of prayer, a lot of looking back at the year, a lot of looking at where I'm at and looking at the year ahead. And um, I remember praying for four things. Mm-hmm. One, that I finish up my degree that year, my two-year degree at that time. Um, I was living in a mobile home, and it was kind of a bad situation because I swore I had a working meth lab next to me, and I needed Ooh. to get out of there. Yeah. And so I was looking into building a house, so I was praying I, I would be able to build a house. I prayed that I would get a better job since because of my degree, and I also prayed that I would get the opportunity to at least – get to know this person if not have a relationship with this girl at work named tina oh so, that's yeah. so cute yeah. sweet I love yeah it. and uh that year three of the four happened i didn't get a better job at that time <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as i went on with my uh with my schooling i ended up getting a better job but at that time i didn't mm-hmm. but uh tina and i we got together. We were we worked together. We were mm-hmm. friends. Nice. We knew each other. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> when our relationship started, we got to know each other a lot better. We spent a lot of time mm-hmm. talking, and and we always kind of knew that the end goal was to get married and, De- and spend okay, our lives together. You have to together. tell me, like, around like what year this was when you guys uh, were, around when you were 2000. courting. Around 2000. Around 2000, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need that, like, time frame <laughs> in my head. Okay, continue. Yep. <laughs> and kind of like, you know, Matt's story with Carrie, we did everything mm-hmm. backwards. Same, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We moved in together. Yep. We remember that house I told you I was designing? We mm-hmm. started redesigning it for our house. Right. And we built a house. After the house was built, then we got married. Mm-hmm. And after we got married, I started going back to school. And a year and a half into my schooling, Tina gave birth to Tyler. Okay. Our first. And while I was on maternity break for that, I was called for an interview for my first engineer position. Oh, so, so cool. <clears throat> yeah, it was like every, everything yeah, all like at once. Yeah, things were just you know? clicking in your life. Yeah. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Um, but when, kind of to go back a little bit, when Tina and I got together and we knew we wanted to get married, we had to find a place to get married. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she wasn't a churchgoer. I wasn't a churchgoer, mm-hmm. but we 
needed to find a church. So we started doing our research. We went to Prairie Creek. We went to the Methodist Church, Lutheran Church. I can't remember where all we went. Mm-hmm. But the last church we went to was the Presbyterian Church. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Jim Blair mm-hmm. just had a, a warmth to him as did the congregation. And mm-hmm. I, I, I remember vividly the Hessens welcoming us. Oh, that's cool. And there was, was several others, and there was just a, a wel- welcoming warmth uh-huh. that is like, this is the place. Awesome. So we started going. Oh, that's and, cool. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah. That's neat. And we became members. Okay. And then we got married, mm-hmm. and we continued to go. But mm-hmm. also I've neglected to say that uh, – we were working second shift. Oh. So any any uh, church events or even family events or living a quote-unquote normal life was kind of out of the question. So for us to make it to church, it was, it was an effort. Mm-hmm. So after we got married, we continued to go to church, but it started to become more and more and more infrequent. Mm-hmm. And um, then I ended up on third shift to finish my degree, Ooh, and yeah. yeah, I was I was working third shift and going to school both day and night, and yeah, it was crazy, crazy, crazy. And the next thing I remember was getting a letter in the mail about a meeting at the Presbyterian Church about the mm-hmm. uh, to dissolve the relationship with them and Pastor Blair. Oh, sure, and okay. just floored about that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I went to that meeting. I, I don't know if Tina did. Mm-hmm. Tina's always had an issue with kind of churches, you know, um, yeah. uh, especially the, how do I say it, the the governance of, yeah, of churches. Yeah, the more you know? organized yes. religion. Can, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's a church meeting or something like that, chances yeah. are likely she's not, doesn't want to be a sure. part of that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Pastor Blair left the church, and from that point it was kind of, what now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we simply didn't go to church. And I, I wasn't aware that <clears throat> that they continued on at the Braille school mm-hmm. and, and, and did that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Some, I wasn't even, didn't even know that this church was built. Oh. And when I found out that it was and that this was this, you know, Pastor mm-hmm. Blair was here and this was the split from the Presbyterian Church, I was very intrigued, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And, I was just driving around and saw this sign for a, um, what do you call it, like a garage sale type thing Okay. that was here at Blessed Hope uh-huh. for a fundraiser. And I thought to myself, here's my chance to go see the church and also see if Pastor Blair's there. So uh-huh. I stopped in, and sure enough, Pastor Blair was in the basement, and I walked up to him, gave him a hug, good to see you. So you're a pastor here? And he says, well, actually, I just retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Matt Hans. He's the new pastor. Oh, so I got cool. to meet Matt that day. Neat. And so when would that have been approximately? I can't tell you. Um, I, this so this building was built in '09. Okay. So it had to have been um, not too long after that, because I think he was only. I think Jim was only here for maybe a year after. Okay. I, I can't remember totally, hmm. but. Yeah. I guess Pastor yeah. Matt's been here, what, eight years? Is what oh, he yeah, yeah. I, I guess saying. that would help. So we can back subtract. up from there. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. Math yeah, is hard. Math Come on, engineer. <laughs> <laughs> You're the engineer. Uh, 2014-ish, yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, so yeah. Maybe, maybe Jim was here a lot longer than I realized. Okay. Hmm. Know. Shows how often we yeah. came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, yeah, after I found that out, I had every intention to to come and check it out at least, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, intentions are golden, but, you know, mm-hmm. following through with it's another thing. Well, I finally talked the family into coming, and we came, and guess what? It just happened to be the Sunday that the kids were doing the Christmas program. Program, yeah. Mm-hmm. And which is great. The boys loved seeing it, but it wasn't a good example of, you know, what Church of Blessed sure. Hope was. Yeah. So so I was like, well, that's great. We'll go back some other time. And mm-hmm. again, intentions being golden, we didn't for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And the next time back was uh, another part of my, my testimony. Sure. It, I was the Cub Master at Shellsburg mm-hmm. for four and a half years. And Tyler, having Asperger's, mm-hmm. uh, never really enjoyed Cub Scouts, but I wanted him to be in it because otherwise he'd just be home playing video games and I wanted yep. to try other things. Yeah. And <clears throat> I urged him to cross over to Boy Scouts, and he did at my urging. And I, I, I kind of feel bad about it in the looking back because I always told him I'm not going to make you do something you don't want to do mm-hmm. and I was making him do something he didn't want to do you know <laughs> listen it's but, the hard knock life yeah kids. <laughs> but the whole first year you know they go on monthly campouts mm-hmm. I was not an official leader in the boy scouts I was the cub scouts but I went to their their campouts with them mm-hmm. to be there for Tyler yeah. basically yeah and it got to that whole first year I did that. It got to the second year and I told him, look, Tyler, you need to kind of fly on your own. You need to go to these by yourself. And he says, but, you know, Dad, I don't know if I can. And I'm like, you have to, buddy. you got to try it. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, this first camp out, could you at least pop in and, and see me, see how, see how things are going? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. So April 2016. <laughs> You're staring at each other. <laughs> April 2016. The... Uh, first camp out for the new cub scouts that crossed over and it was tyler's first camp out without me being there and it happened to be the uh the saturday that the uh, shellsburg cub scouts were doing their highway cleanup and we always did that for a earth day celebration we have an adopt a highway that we're responsible for it was a super hot day and we did that and we're talking a two mile stretch one way a two mile stretch back the other way with just me a couple leaders and a few little boys and it it kicks your kicks your rear you know so i get done with that and i'm exhausted i go home and i i shower and go ahead and go out to the camp out and i get there and the adults are sitting at a picnic table and the boys were off playing a game it looked like and so i i went and sat with the adults um, I didn't want to get Tyler's attention. I didn't want to know I was there and just sat down with the adults. And, um, after a while, Tyler saw that I was there. He came over and, you know, we talked a little bit and like, he was doing fine. I'm like, well, go play with, I, I don't think he was playing the same game that the boys were playing. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, go play with the boys. You know, you're doing just fine. Okay. So he left and we're just sitting there as adults. And <clears throat> all of a sudden the oldest boy came running over the oldest boy came running over and said, "JR is down and we can't find his inhaler. We get up, we run over, me and another leader go to JR. The other leaders go to try to find this inhaler, which 
nobody really knew anything about. That was a confusing part of it, you know. But we went to JR, and yes, he was he was gasping, and it was only seconds before the leaders came back. They found the inhaler in his tent. They came back. We tried to give him the inhaler, and it was very obvious within seconds it was not going to work, and it it hit me like a ton of bricks. I, I'm a first responder at work. I, I'd never done CPR. I'd never done anything like that, but it hit me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we have to do CPR. Mm-hmm. And the guy I was with said, you're right. And we we started doing CPR, and at that point, too, the panic hit. Oh, yeah. Um, I, that's a very important part of this story because the panic I felt inside, I can't, I can't describe to you. It's like knowing you have to do something mm-hmm. and you can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I did CPR. And it was probably eight to ten minutes before the ambulance got there, mm. which seemed like an eternity. I'm sh- oh, man, I bet. And everything goes in slow motion, too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. including the ambulance people. They seemed to be going, uh, I yelled at them, bring the a- AED, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, there was only two of them, a driver and the guy in the back. Really? Mm-hmm. And which shocked me. And so I said to the guy, do you want me to go with you to do CPR in the back? And he says, yeah, if you could, that'd be great. So... I went and I did CPR in the back of the ambulance all the way to the hospital. And again, it was hot. Mm-hmm. I am soaked, mm-hmm. out of breath. I mean, this, doing CPR is strenuous. Very and much. I found out a month later I needed a stent in my heart. Oh, geez. So I, wow. was, <laughs> I was about ready to go down myself, I mm-hmm. think. And by the time we got to the hospital, I had a moment of relief because you know once you get to the hospital all the magic's going to happen you know right. um suddenly it's not my responsibility anymore it's going to be someone's responsibility who knows what they're doing at least mm-hmm. and they can give them a shot of epinephrine and bring them back and everything's going to be fine right mm-hmm. and um well they took him and i followed fully expecting them to say sir you can't be here they never did i was there the whole time watching them try to revive JR, doing CPR, giving him shots, and doing everything, just waiting for it to happen, you know, and nothing was happening, nothing was happening. And I <clears throat> I had to step out. I needed to go to the restroom. I went to the bathroom. I came back. The same thing was going on. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And I called my wife and she answered and I just started bawling. Yeah. I'm sure it all just, yeah. I didn't know what to say. What, what do you say? Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, are the boys okay? And I told him, yeah, t- Tyler's okay. Mm-hmm. And I got out telling her what was happening. And um, after a while of being there, in the doorway of the emergency room where they were working on JR, they came and got me and said, another one of the scout leaders is here. Um, so I went out mm-hmm. to be with him and we waited for JR's mom. Mm-hmm. And we waited there <clears throat> and I didn't know Tina at the time. And Tina got there with a, a relative of hers, I can't remember who it was. 
and I didn't know that was his mom. They took her back to a room, <clears throat> and they had us go in the room with her. And we talked for just a little bit, and the doctor came in, and the doctor basically asked asked her permission uh, to stop efforts to revive him. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> because if he did come back, he'd be brain dead. And uh, I'm just screaming inside. Mm -hmm. I still had the panic. <clears throat> I'm screaming, I'm running. And, you know, long story short, the other parts of the story I really don't think are that important. Long story short, I had that for days. Mm -hmm. Even the day of the funeral. Mm -hmm. And uh, during the funeral, John spoke. And John went into JR's testimony and he talked about how they've been going to Blessed Hope because JR was a Cub Scout and needed to earn his duty to God. And oh, that's right, yeah. In which I knew about being a Cub Master. And uh, <clears throat> Matt had announced that they were doing baptism. And JR asked John, Dad, should I get baptized? And John said, and I'm paraphrasing John, so if I get the words wrong, I apologize, John. But J.R. asked John, should I get baptized? And John said, <clears throat> I don't know, J.R., why don't you go pray about it? And he fully expected him to walk back in the room and say, yes, I'm going to get baptized, or no, I'm not. And he walked back in the room and said, Dad, I've decided to give my life to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wild. Um... <clears throat> I'm not the smartest person in the world, definitely. And I've, I've been accused of overanalyzing and thinking too much, but honestly, I don't do it enough. I have to do that to be able to put, put the dots together, you know? Yeah. And uh, it took me a while, but thinking about <clears throat> JR's testimony mm -hmm. and the way I was feeling and that panic knowing I had to do something, it suddenly became clear. Um, I needed to learn from JR. Let him be my teacher. Mm. I couldn't save him, but he could save me. Oh. So shortly after that, I started attending Blessed Hope on a regular basis and bringing the family and watching the praise team and thinking to myself, I know I can contribute to that and saying something about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, like Val said, you know, our original thought was, oh, yeah, sure you can, you know, try out. <laughs> and so try it out and the rest is kind of history there. And I'm still waiting um, for my Marty McFly <laughs> backslide across on the, the stage. <laughs> you're going to wait. A, <laughs> you're going to wait a while. Maya. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that yeah. was a, crazy wild load to have dumped on you 
and it had a crazy ending good in the respect that yeah. you came to the Lord and that <clears throat> JR had made a commitment to the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and oddly, I've always felt you know, the number of times I could be dead or I could have killed someone else or I could have been severely hurt. God's always watched after me. Why, I don't know. But yeah. how blessed am I to have... <sighs> to not be in the situation that that I completely deserve to be in, you mm-hmm. know, and for God to put me in that situation, thank God I learned from it, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's what, that was God's intention. Yeah. And how many times has God had intention for me that I, I didn't notice, I didn't, you know. He's so and, gracious to, and patient with us to let us Mm -hmm. learn what we need to learn and you know i I always think that that it's just such a kindness Mm -hmm. that he allowed us the time that we needed to figure it out and and realize how desperately we needed him yeah very cool totally um so this you probably already answered this um but who would you say has been um, maybe you know one or two people that have been the most important to you as far as understanding who Jesus is? Um, I would say definitely Matt Hance. Yeah. Matt has, you know, like I said, I went to I went to church before I felt the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. but I didn't learn. You know, it was I. I, th- I think it was part of where I was at in my life as well. I was sure. ready to learn, and I was equipped to learn. You know, God put me where I needed to be at that time in my life, and I was ready finally. Mm-hmm. But Matt challenges us, mm-hmm. you know, and to be in small groups and to read the Bible and to, you know, do the things that I needed to do to to learn to the point that I have thus far mm-hmm. and i say thus far because i got a long way to go oh, long way to go oh, <laughs> he just has a way though of communicating from the stage mm-hmm. it just it's it's hard to duplicate absolutely. <laughs> he has a gift absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then again i would i would also say pastor dave because mm-hmm. he's he has touched me as well i mean mm-hmm. I, I matt has a way of challenging you but i i think dave does as well in his own mm-hmm. way, you yeah. know, and uh, in a yeah. softer way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt will laugh when he listens to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've uh, always said that. Man, we're just we've been so blessed to have the two of them because they're yeah. they're such a great team. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, what would you say, um, like, what attributes of God would you say are the most important right. to you? Well, I think we kind of covered that in our, just a few minutes ago. Yeah. His grace, his... Mm-hmm. His... His patience. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, allowing me to, to not be paralyzed, to not mm-hmm. be dead, to not have maimed someone else. And I mentioned before mm-hmm. I was an alcoholic, I'm... I drank for a short period of my life, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm a very high-bottom drunk. I never even had a, a DWI. But mm-hmm. the number of people that I could have hurt, that I could have killed, sure. that I could have... it, The num- the number of times that... <clears throat> excuse me. That I 
woke up in my vehicle outside of my apartment Mm -hmm. after having with my gear in the back of my truck after having played the night before Mm -hmm. not knowing how i got there oh my gosh you know right how how can i say god wasn't with me you know Mm -hmm. and so my question would be as a drunk and as busy as you were working and going to school and having a family how did you find time to drink uh that was prior that oh, was okay. Yeah, my drinking career pretty much started about the time <laughs> I got my driver's like license. <laughs> <laughs> about the time I got my driver's license, and I sobered up uh, 13 days before my 25th birthday. Huh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Awesome. Which uh, March 1st, 93. Awesome. And March 13th was my birthday, which is kind of a big deal because on your 25th birthday, what do you want to do? I couldn't picture how I was not going to go out and, and drink. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I was in treatment, and they got me involved in AA. And AA had a big function that night. Uh-huh. Luckily, it was kind of neat. It was a, you know, there were speakers there, a meal, a uh-huh. dance afterwards. A nice. band was playing. I got to meet people, and it was exactly yeah. what I needed to, you know. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So I I have a question. Uh, maybe I'm going to try and squeeze out more than than is there. But when you came to know the Lord personally, uh, did you experience anything uh, emotional or anything logically or anything that really changed from black to white or or came got brighter or something like that? I've had many people say, you know, they've experienced things. And I was just wondering about, you know, hmm. if there was anything there for you or you just knew no, you're knowers, I often say. <laughs> Clarify that question. When did I? Just t- uh, tell, tell me about it. You know, you, you understood Jesus was your Savior. Yeah. And so then did you experience anything, any sensing or logic, or did stuff start making more sense? Or I, I can't <clears throat> say that I did. No. Okay. And, and I, I think I was... I felt all that and was aware of that even in my early days at 13, 14 years mm-hmm, old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I was able to feel the Holy Spirit. I didn't realize it was the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who the Holy Spirit was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I definitely felt his presence. And there's been numerous times throughout my life that I have felt his presence. And in my old feeble mind, I can't come up with a examples of that but i know that i've i've definitely sure had those feelings of his presence that that are are hard evidence to me that okay. you know he's in my life mm-hmm. and that that was that was mm-hmm. jesus just know like, that you know that you know that you know that yeah. you know. Yeah. You know it sounds like, yeah, like you said, like you understood from a young age, mm-hmm. um, but you really started to make that connection, <clears throat> and it really became more of that surrender after exactly. after the exactly. experience with Jr. I think after the experience with Jr. for me, it was the difference between believing and following. Mm, you know, it, that is exactly right. Yeah, yeah. as it, Pastor Jim Blair would say, making Jesus Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I call him yeah. Savior, but I haven't made him Lord. Yeah, Jim was a good like friend yeah. of mine. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, do you have anything else you want to mention before we get wrapped up? 
nothing I can think of. Okay, I, well, did you have any <clears throat> questions at all? No, oh, nothing I can really okay. think of. No. Okay. I do want to say I'm. I'm. I thank you for asking me to do this, yeah. and I. <laughs> I truly do consider Blessed Hope my church family, and love the people here. And we love you yeah, too. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'm glad to call these people family. Yeah, wouldn't really be the am. same awesome. without you. Thank Rob. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, for everyone listening too, how can we be praying for you? And your oh family? gosh, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it's just a list, isn't it? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Pray for Tyler in his uh, freshman year of college. I mm-hmm. pray that. I pray things click for him. You yeah. know the responsibility is a big thing and mm-hmm. hopefully it'll be easier. What does he want to go into if I might ask? Well, he's he wants to be a computer or a game designer. Okay. But we've talked That's him, what my Tyler wants yeah. to do too. <clears throat> but we've talked him into being a little bit more practical and doing software development. Oh, you cool. Know, something that the same thing only you could utilize mm-hmm. outside of the gaming world and stuff and locally. Do they have um, that kind of um, Not only do they have it. Okay. It's one of the two-year degrees it, it can transfer to a four-year mm-hmm. but it's one of those that they need people in so badly they're offering free tuition oh wow so wow. definitely worth That's looking cool. into well, when tyler gets a little older yeah. we're gonna hit you guys up for some <laughs> pointers <laughs> okay yeah another gift from god yeah no kidding yeah um also pray for Devin. he's had difficulties in school mm-hmm. um he we took him to a behavioral doctor that put him on a medication that seems to have been the magic bullet. Okay. Knock on something. Sure. And he's had a lot of success since then. Mm-hmm. I hate the way they do honor roll, <laughs> the way they do GPAs, because I calculated and he was 3.3, should have been on the honor roll, but because they go by the you know, C plus, C minus, the pluses mm-hmm. and minuses, they had him at a 2.889. So he did not get on the oh, honor roll. Oh, shoot. Okay. But that's something I wanted, not something he wanted. You know, I was, mm-hmm. to me, that would, would have been a see, buddy, you can do it, you yeah. know, the confidence builder. But I think mm-hmm. the success that he had, I, I, I pray he can continue to build mm-hmm. on that and, you know, yeah. he can use his prayers for that. Yeah. And also, um, my mom was in Windsor Manor. Oh, okay. Uh, her health. I was thinking about her yeah, the other day, actually. Her health is so up and down. Yeah. She just got out of the hospital again and is doing really good now. Mm-hmm. But we thought we were going to lose her. And Ooh, it was, okay. yeah, it's extremely up and down. Okay. And pray for my wife. I pray for her faith. I pray she's in the right place. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I'd like to see her attend church more. And mm-hmm. I think everybody would. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I pray for her faith. And, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks thank for you. sharing, Rob. Yes. Lowell, thanks for being my wingman. You're welcome. <laughs> you did great. It was fun. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you come back. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening.